Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bj's.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange-Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with ReCapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, sunshine. This is Donica. I always like to start the broadcast with Hello, Sunshine. In Him there is light and there is no darkness at all. Monica, you know where that comes from. I am Donica, the Emotional Hope Coach. We talk about that. We really haven't talked about my book as yet, but it was from a difficult place in my life, and God brought me through it. In Him there is light and there is no darkness at all. Hello, twin. How you doing? Well, how are you doing? Well, glory to God for that. Isn't it just awesome to open your mouth with a praise and open your mouth with a testimony? Amen. So happy for you, Miss Donica. Yes, I've been in a different sphere. We're not going to talk about the book today. We only got a certain amount of time, but I have been in a different sphere on the way to the radio station there was a song playing, and, and I, for copyright's sake, I won't be singing somebody else's song. But, you know, it says, lift your hand and keep singing. Praise the, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No matter what's going on. He said, let everything. Yes. Yes. Let everything praise the Lord. Let everything, everything praise not the just, Lord. Miss Donica. Yes. Not just Miss Monica. Yes. Uh, not just our producer, Miss Valerie. Everybody, when you get up in the morning, when you're in your job, when you're in home with your family, praise the Lord. Isn't it good to praise God? Just let, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And one thing I will say, because Revelation 12 and 11, 12 and 11 says, we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And if God has done something for you, it kind of gets repetitive. It's not that old day when you used to go to church and you put your head down because you hope they don't call on sister so-and-so to testify or they don't call on you to testify. I've said this before on the radio, Monica. It's like, oh, they say, thank God. Thank God for waking me up this month. Say, oh, they ain't got nothing to say. Oh, baby, you woke up this morning, Monica. That is a blessing. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And I am praising the Lord for you as our listening audience being on with us on the podcast and the radio program once again. Thank you for inviting us into your sphere. Thank you for allowing us to share our story of Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. That's my mother's story. Go to our website, www.psdiamondcelebration.com, and read about my mother's story, her recovery journey. Monica talks about that often on the broadcast. She says, we don't tell my mama's addiction story. 
we tell her recovery journey because some of that was her story to tell. And when she was in the meetings and in the, in the rooms, as they call it, she got a chance to tell her own story. But we get the chance to tell the story of what God did for us in our lives in the midst of going up, growing up in a difficult place. Because one thing I will say, Monica, mm-hmm. is what it was is because we had faith and we had the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I think some of our testimony, it kind of mirrors each other because we were growing up together. And one thing I will say, we often talk about having poverty and addiction. That mess don't match. It really does It doesn't not. match. But what we often say that we were embarrassed of our poverty, but coupled with having a mother in a struggle, don't get me wrong, right, twin? She was still our mama. And she was, right. she was our mama, and she wasn't going to demand, she wasn't going to take anything less. That's and right. we had the... What's so wonderful about that is that we tell this part of our story often is that God gave us a gift. We were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2.38, when we were 14 years old. And God gave us his peace. And what we often say to each other in our testimony is that God gave us a gift. Mm -hmm. God gave us a gift of covering us with the Holy Spirit and covering our mother with the Holy Spirit. And that when she came to a place of recovery, we didn't have to go back to an altar of forgiveness with her because God had already given us a gift of loving her through it, a gift of praying for her through it, a gift of applying the word to her life. Even as children, even as 14, 15, 16-year-olds. And so when mom went through her 90-day recovery program and returned home, we didn't have to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with her. Uh, She she did probably do what we call in the recovery spirits, make amends. Mm -hmm. But she didn't have to have any sorries because we didn't feel any certain negative way about it. That's our gift. That was our gift God gave us. I thank God for the gift, but we also want to, we're going to get into the context of our broadcast for today, but I also want to tell the listening audience, if you have to take a journey, if you have to go through the steps of forgiveness and making an amends, that's okay too. Because our journey was a little bit different than our siblings. They had a different path to take in terms of recovery and in terms of making a resolution and make, becoming at peace with our journey with our mom. Would you say the same thing, Twin? I absolutely think so. But I'm so grateful to God for giving us a place that uh, we didn't have to ask our mother of anything different as she went through her recovery journey because God had already put a seal of approval on her experience and given us a place of a loving heart. And we didn't have to say, oh, boo-hoo, when... Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a blessing in and of itself. And so as we wrap that part up, I'm going to say thank you for being on this journey with us. The Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Awards itself is coming up in two months. Can you believe it? God, I'm so excited. So, for you, so, so, yes, yes. Coming up in two months. As I always say, will you hold my hand? Listen, let us keep our word to the people that we're connected to. How can you help us keep our word? Go to our website www.psdiamondcelebration.com 
read my mother's story. Man, I want to really preach something. Jesus, I, I just really have something in my you spirit. You know what? I'm, I'm not make, you. Make a donation. I'm a Baptist <laughs> preacher, so I'm just going to say it like it is. Go, visit with us at www.psdiamondcelebration.com, and there's a button there that says do, Donate. Or is it Donate or Donate Now? Donate. Donate. Your best donation. Your best donation. Thank you for that, Monica. N- not Not your coffee. Uh, your Starbucks coffee donation. If you have, that's all you can do. We'll take that. But we need your best donation so that we could keep the name of the Lord on what we're doing and that we would do it in excellence. And that if you named an organization after your mom, how much would you chase after it? Amen. How much would you do it in excellence? Look at that, How much girl. would you yes. do it with everything that you have? Yes, yes. And so... Uh, we're taking up an offering, honey. I have a little basket with me, not for real, but if you imagine that old school uh, plate they had in the church. So we're taking up an offering because Donica named our organization in our mother's name. And so we want to do it in excellence. Yes. We want to do it in consistency. We want to do it to name her that uh, God's name will be great through that organization in her name. So if you would visit with us at www.psdiamondcelebration.com and donate now. Amen. Thank you so much for that. And so let's get started. What do we have? What do, we, what do you have for us on today? Well, thank you so much, Twin. We're going to talk about poisoned. Okay. So, uh, poisoned. Uh, having watched, now this title, it does belong and get credit to ABC News. Okay. And so I'm going to change it a little bit uh, so as to be in the right space. ABC News did have a documentary on fentanyl overdoses, fentanyl crisis. It was called Poisoned. Fentanyl, the American crisis. And so we're just going to call our conversation poisoned today. Poisoned. Mm-hmm. Poisoned. And it's talking about fentanyl overdoses in the United States. Okay. And so why I want to talk about that is because there is something still happening. You know, in the last couple of years, five years, 10 years, there has been an opioid crisis in America. And so most recently, uh, this fentanyl has really taken over. Uh, fentanyl is a synthetic opiate that is 50 to 100 times stronger than uh, morphine. Yes. 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. And the way fentanyl works is that it's just a little bit of that fentanyl. They've been lacing other drugs Yes, with fentanyl. So say, for instance, you're... Your young person, they're in high school, their friends have some pills, and they say, here, take that pill. Well, that young person or whomever's taking the pill, they don't know it's been laced with fentanyl. And just a little bit of that fentanyl can cause you to pass away. I will tell you, I saw a news story. There has been, and I know you saw Monica on ABC News. I saw another news program that there was a youth that... That's why we have to be aware of what's going on in the pulse of our community. There was a young person that bought some drugs on Snapchat, on social media. Mm. And his parents found him deceased in his room. And they said that he thought it was, they're just backtracking because he was a teenager. He did pass away. And they was backtracking. They said that he thought it was a Percocet, but it wasn't. They did an autopsy on him, and the drug that was in his system was fentanyl. 
And so the parents are now on a crusade. And you would almost say that they're making, um, lacing other drugs with the fentanyl. And it's, as you said, 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. That we, that's why we had been going for several weeks, Monica, talking about the prevention part and having the conversations with our children about drugs. As the founder of Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, my my mindset was just like, well, my kids know what I believe. And that does not mean I got I had to repent. That does not mean that I was not supposed to be having conversations with my kids. Right. My, my children, hey, they can preach the Diamond Celebration. They, they share really the can. message <laughs> with their stu- with their classmates and teachers. They know when September is coming, and it's like the diamond celebration tomorrow. You know, they know. But as a parent, I still have to tell them and give them this information on prevention because we wouldn't want one child to be lost. The agony and pain that that family has to go to go through. The boy was an honor student. And everything would not even be the type of person that we think, you know, in quote, air quotes, that we think would be taking drugs. No. Well, he was I was alone you, and by himself. Well, I would tell you that not only in the uh, drug sphere, but in the emotional sphere, a lot is happening within young people because we are in the pandemic and we are coming out of the quarantine but some people did not return to campus so you might be on campus but your friends are on campus they're still at home or during that time period from March 2020 to even now they're noticing that supporting adolescents and teens is the number one criteria I work for a national insurance company and supporting adolescents and teens their emotional help their help for their families is really important because of this lack of social connection uh, by being in quarantine this lack of social connection by some people being on campus not being on campus uh, then the other things that have come around due to the pandemic. Some people are getting sick. Some people are passing away. So there's a grief element as well. And so all these things are adding to the emotional spend of young people. Yes, and some of the young people are just saying, you know, I'm going to take something to make myself feel better. And that pill they got from a classmate laced with fentanyl. Or they feel like some of these stories are that the parents didn't know their young person to be on drugs. They they went to check on their kid and they they found them passed away. So this That's is what happened what, in the example that mm-hmm. I was sharing. They went into his room and he was slumped over at his desk. <clears throat> I will tell you this though, it's important to know that the why this fentanyl is become so rampant is because it is 50 times, so 50 to 100 times stronger than uh, morphine, but you can make it chemically in a lab. And some of the other things, you know, cocaine and such, they really are naturals. But this particular thing, they're just making it. And so they can make it themselves. And even as drug dealers, they see how strong it is and they recognize that they can uh, get their clients high on a shorter supply of something as well as um, 
it's a shorter high. So the people come down off their high real quickly, and so they need some more. And so the drug dealer has to sell more. So a couple of things we want to talk about this. Why are we talking about this on a Christian station? I did want to say this. For you as Christian parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles to be aware and to have conversations with your family member, to have conversations with young people. Uh, the information about fentanyl that we are researching says that the drug dealers, they're getting this for their current customers because they know the high is short and then they, their customers going to want some more. And so they're doing it for profit. Uh, but what we've seen in recent cases is that these people themselves are being charged uh, with the person's overdose uh, as a murder because wow. of the strength of the, of the fentanyl. And one of the dialogues that we talked about is uh, opioid deaths in the United States. There have been uh, just under 1 million opioid deaths in the United States uh, since the beginning of the millennia. And what we've seen in the last couple of years is about from, we're going to look at the time period during the uh, pandemic uh, in 2019, there was about um, 92,000 uh, opioid deaths. And then as we go on, we would see an increase uh, year over year. And so this is because people are emotionally spent being at home, emotionally spent being without work, uh, emotionally spent because they're not socially connected. And then for those other people who already were taking drugs because they had pain within their body or because they were actually users, uh, taking this fentanyl-laced gave them a different kind of high. That's what you can speak to uh, talking about overdose and addiction, knowing and unknowing, and, and talking about the piece that you're speaking to, and I'm just was jumping right in, that... It says some people know, don't know that, you know, they don't know what they're taking. So you're speaking to the drug dealers that are giving the addict the fentanyl because they'll be coming back for more, so to speak. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when I was doing some research on that, one thing that they found that the first responders, and you're familiar with this, Donica, is they had to administer on the streets what's known as Norcan. Mm -hmm. I won't get into the scientific name, but Norcan is, uh, you spray it in the person's nose and it revives them from an overdose. Yes. And what they are finding is because of the strength of fentanyl that they have to apply multiple doses to a person to revive them. But it really is a saver on the street. A couple of years ago, I did take a training myself uh, to be certified to administer Narcan. Yes. So if someone is on the street and they have an overdose, the first responders uh, give them the pump spray within their nose and it revives them. And it's able to take them to the ER for further uh, treatment. But you said that it has to be a, a different dosage because of the strength of the fentanyl. Mm -hmm. they, what they indicated was that uh, multiple doses of that Narcan because fentanyl is so strong. We've been taking a whole summer to have this conversation on drug, uh, having a drug-free summer, having a conversation with our children about 
drug use and drug addiction. And I think what is in the sphere and the atmosphere is that it has to be prevention because addiction is a hard battle to fight. Not impossible. We're not being dooms, you know, having a doomsday mindset. Oh, twin, did we talk about this last week? The last time we talked about this is your this is drugs and this is your brain on drugs. That Remember was a commercial that commercial? So many years ago. The current commercial. I don't know if I looked it up on YouTube or I saw the commercial again. The man has a, a that really thick skillet and he opens the eggs and cracks the egg. And so, listen, we have to sound the alarm. We cannot be passive with this thing. We cannot be passive with education and information and awareness. We cannot be passive as parents. I'm speaking to myself. We ca- I cannot be a passive parent because, you know, that's that's kind of me. I'm, I'm not in what's going on and sometimes too churchified. If, if that's a word, I make that up, <laughs> you know, too, too churchified, but... Because our children mean so much to us, we have to put a little bit of uh, better effort involved in in getting the information out to them and not just always think, well, oh, the school, they're going to do something. They have Drug, drug Awareness Week. Uh, they will, and that's wonderful. But coupled with... And there's a passage in the Bible that says some water, some pants, but God gives the increase. So information here, information there, and it, it'll increase the information that we bring to our children. God will give the increase, and and the Holy Spirit will like, uh, come back to the child's mind. Um, I'm not going to do that. Because on social media, I saw a little, I saw a, a post, a boy sitting in the cafeteria at his school. Right. And in the cafeteria school, everybody was out around him fighting and everything. And they somebody snapped him in the midst of the chaos. All the other students fighting. The boy sat at his desk and ate his lunch. And some and they said, Why did you do that? And guess what he did? He counted the cost. He said, Because I don't want to get kicked off the football team. I don't want to disappoint my parents. He gave three reasons of why he was not going to get involved. And so when we give the information, we can help our children to make intelligent decisions and count the cost. Because when we talked about doing those scenarios, Monica, uh, about having conversations with our kids and having a, a scenario, having a scenario and an, and an opportunity to say, if someone comes to you and presents drugs to you, what are you going to do? And you're going to already have an opportunity to count the cost and say, no, I'm not getting involved in it. Everybody, everybody else doing drugs. Everybody else in this whole cafeteria fighting, but I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to eat my, and I'm going to have my lunch. Before we wind up today, I did want to get into the topic of poison. Okay, go ahead. Why was it called poison? Yes, please. Generally, we look at death by overdose, but what the parents who have been impacted by this fentanyl uh, death has been saying that my child chose to take a pill. They did not choose to die. And not like other addiction deaths, heroin or taking other drugs, 
but they were saying what happened to their child with the mix of heroin, with the mix of other drugs, with this fentanyl, they were poisoned. Mm-hmm. They, and they I were saw poisoned. that on the news for the example that I gave, and I said, okay, they're calling it fentanyl poisoning. Fentanyl poisoning. That makes sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. And that's what they were saying, that their children were poisoned. And so we want you to know that you do not have to be poisoned by the things of the world. We are a Christian-based program, and we are on the radio talking to our audience. And so I want to remind you, according to 1 Corinthians 3 and 16, that your body belongs to the Lord. Do you not know that you're God's temple and that your body dwells in God. Your body is the temple of God. You do not have to take drugs. You do not have to succumb to alcohol. And that's what your tip for the day. Your body is the temple of God. Protect it. Love it. Get help if you need it. I'm Monica Strange. I'm Donica. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at psdiamondcelebration.com. Until next time. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's, I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.